Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. Hey, here we are. Uh, first question, Bill Crystal. Would you vote for Hillary if Trump is the nominee? Ooh, tough, good question. I won't vote for, I'd prefer not to vote for either, so I'd like to find a real Republican to vote for. But if that doesn't happen, if it is Trump and Hillary, <laughs> would you stay home or vote for Trump? I know you wouldn't vote for Trump. Right. I, I, I'm trying to recruit a Republican to oh, run so we have something. But I that's, don't know. I'm serious. Come on, I'm serious. Come on. It's past the conventions. It's Trump and Hillary. What do you do? You're going to have to face this. I know I'll, you've thought I will about face it. it. I'll face it on November 6th or 8th or whatever. Like so you're not going to decide till you get in the booth? I'll, I'll watch Is Hillary, campaign, Hillary's watch really that bad? She's really that evil? She's pretty bad. She's pretty bad. To be honest. <laughs> really? Can She's you not evil. Me? She's not evil. Do you, like, you, you must you're appreciate a foreign policy. You don't want Hillary Clinton as president. And if you're a real conservative, you don't want Donald Trump as president. You can't really picture Hillary with a table full of steaks behind her, can you? <laughs> I, I grant you that. I grant you that. <laughs> Jane, is there any legal action that be, can, can be taken against the Koch brothers? Well, one legal action is confirming a Supreme Court justice who might overturn um, Citizens United. Yeah. That's going to be an animating issue in this election. Thanks. Well, I mean, they're not going to let Obama pick one, right? Yeah. Which, go, of course, well, is... They'll pick one. Well, they'll pick they won't one. They won't right. even meet the person. In the right, yeah. right. Which is, of course, what they always do. Cheat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's cheating. Um, but, uh, you know, that's, that's going to get people upset. The, the, the Depends who he On both sides, I think, for the first time. Okay. Uh, has the Obama doctrine been a successful foreign policy? I don't even know what the Obama doctrine is, except maybe don't do stupid shit. <laughs> Remember he said that? I, don't I, do I, stupid I, shit? I, I, that's the, what I, by the way, that is what I'm going to miss most about him. Yeah. No new stupid foreign wars. <clears throat> didn't take the bait every time they... Well, leading from behind. <laughs> There, we had 350,000 people dead in Syria. There might have been a stupid... Right, and that was all his fault because Syria was a paradise before. But Libya, Libya, has, not been, Libya has not been a successful foreign venture, right? That's kind of I love the way they war. pretend that the Middle East is a, is a perfectly manageable place. And no, it's all it's Obama's very, fault. Why he, yeah. It's a very it's difficult it. place. I never said it was all Obama's fault. But okay. you can't say it was, that that's a success. Syria and Iraq, it's horrible. But what could anyone else have done? You could have intervened early and helped Syria. Intervene with troops on the ground in Syria? Well, you certainly could have helped the resistance to Assad. and had There were plenty but the resistance, Democrats there who's the resistance? Point. You know, they, they tried to find a moderate army. They wound up with five guys. That's not a joke. Five guys. And you know your war in Iraq went so well. Uh, <laughs> so we had, we had won it. Well, in fact, it had, we had won it, despite having mismanaged it, we had won it by the end of 2008. Uh, but we can have that debate some other time. <laughs> Okay. Well, we had. We had. Yeah, President I, Obama said so when he pulled we were right out in there, 2010. Right there. But, but he didn't pull <laughs> out. You can smirk that, was a, that was a... That was a... That Bush... He failed to succeed. He failed to... to, to carry out to be able to negotiate a status of forces agreement, which, which Bush, hadn't, Bush didn't negotiate. hadn't negotiated either in 2008. That was a mistake. Okay. But, I mean, it seems like the answer is we have to stay in these places forever to make them work. Yeah. Well, well, you know, there's yes, a fast... to some degree, well, as we did in Korea, as we did in Germany, as we should, did in Japan. Should, there is a fascinating article now, uh, right now by uh, the Atlantic's uh, Jeffrey Goldberg where he talks about the don't do stupid shit line. And I think Obama was sort of incredulous that people thought it was somehow controversial not to do stupid shit. Like, that should be... Yeah, because it's an excuse for doing nothing. No, no, no. Get slaughtered. No, that's don't what, that's don't what, do stupid shit in Rwanda. Is that was that a good policy no, in 1994? You're okay with that? Interpreting that the stupid shit is no, not necessarily he, he never intervening. The stupid Clinton did right. The stupid shit does right. And I hope Obama not doing stupid shit was never intervening. You can intervene and do smart shit. 
What he's saying is you have to know when to intervene and when to do it appropriately, and that's what his doctrine is. I don't think it's, but, you know, yeah. But, I mean, Libya, I've, uh, the only time I was in the Obama White House was when I supported the intervention in Libya because I didn't want to see hundreds of thousands of people get slaughtered and I thought there was a chance to have a decent outcome in Libya and as Sam is, is right, has not there was no follow-up by us, by the Europeans and now it's a terrible place. So if you're serious about you, you, helping people, doing things around the world, you've got to be willing to stay the course. But you know, what, one of the things Obama says in this article is the hardest decisions to make are sometimes not to go to war when you have right. so much of a drumbeat of people pushing exactly. you to you, do you that. Know that. You know that... <laughs> you, you, know, you know that even Mormon missionaries won't go to Syria? <laughs> well, now no one would go there, obviously. Okay, I know. There are a million Syrians in Europe now. <laughs> All right. Uh, Maria, how can the average American safeguard themselves from being the victim of fraud? I, I hear fraud is at all-time record levels, especially because of the Internet, right? It is. It absolutely is. Um, I think the number one thing we can do is apply the, if it's too good to be true, it is doctrine to ourselves. Right. And we never want to apply it to ourselves because when it's happening to us, it's just wonderful. Right. Right? It's only too good for other people. So, I mean, the, the, the scams... Yeah. That people fall for. <laughs> I've gotten that, uh, you know, the message from somebody you know, and it says, hey, I'm over here in uh, uh, overseas and I need you to send me $500. You sent it, of course. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the first time I got it, I was, it's I almost true. did, because it never happened before. Right. And somebody looked at it and went, oh, this, uh, call this person back and ask them any question about right. who they really, uh, see if they know you. Yeah, tr I mean, the journalistic dictum, trust but verify. Right. Because our first, our first impulse is always to trust, especially if emotions are high. Right. right? So, like, during the elections, right? Right. Everyone is really riled up. People want to trust, don't they? And do? when you're emotional, you're not, you're not logical. Right. You're not reasonable. And you start acting rather than thinking. And taking that moment to reflect might actually save you from sending $500 and when, to the wrong so you're not supposed to send the money? <laughs> you, well, to me, you can send it. Okay, fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when, when Trump, he always talked about how they love their country. Lo I mean, it seems a little um, over the top or something. I mean, we all love our country, but it seems a little erotic. The way he, <laughs> it, it, it does. The way, and also, when you read... With the raw steaks and wine. Of, <laughs> 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 They'll take you out. <laughs> I mean, I, I read this poll that only 11% of Republicans say Obama loves the country the right way. Oh, what? <laughs> it's creepy, isn't it? There is a right way. Trump <laughs> is so good at convincing people that his is the right way. I mean, every right. single one of his statements, how can you argue with them? They're yeah. all so wonderful. It is you know, a little creepy, though, that he said that he would also date his daughter if she was <laughs> yes. a little bit maybe too much oh, of this affection thing going on. Yeah. It, that is but an amazing book in itself, how Trump uh, is successful with women voters, because it's not like he's not. And, you know, sexist alert, I know people are going to object to this, but sorry. Women like confidence. They do? I don't think that's sexist to say. Right? Women like confidence. I think men like confidence too. I think everyone no. likes confidence. Men like people. <laughs> and Trump does do better with men, so. And like. Maybe it's to Republican women that they're resisting Trump more than Republican men. I would say that. But it, it, it's it, it's not an equivalent. W women and men are different. Come on, men, they like tits and they like <laughs> beauty and they like ass and, and they like new. 
you know, I mean, Ashley Madison, when that was hacked, we found out this was the cheating site for married couples. 37 million men, 12,000 women. <laughs> if that doesn't work, tell you everything you need to know about... Uh, <laughs> but the, the voters are kind of saying they like new too. They didn't want a, another Clinton, and right. you know, Bush. and they didn't want another Bush. Yeah. They want, they want new. <laughs> they want strange, <laughs> and they're getting it with Trump. All right, should Hillary Clinton release the transcripts of her speeches to Goldman Sachs? Uh, Obviously. Really? Yeah. What could she be saying there? If I mean, it doesn't, if if it's nothing, then why not release it? What could it be? I'm sure there was some like nice language, but probably nothing damning that she said to some bankers that she probably wouldn't say on the trail. I'm, I would bet, if I had to bet, I would bet that there's really nothing damaging there, but they're very protective, that campaign. They right. don't like to be bullied into doing something. I just think they should just get it over I'm with. I'm gonna say it, I said it last week on the show, she, if she's the nominee, has to pick Elizabeth Warren as the vice president. It's not bad this. This is the, this is the <laughs> smart move. Energize the base and take the Wall Street issue off the table. They also mentioned Sherrod Brown as a possible alternative. Ugh, come on. Too boring? He's a great guy, but it's just more boring the same. That excites exactly nobody. And, Hil <laughs> and, and Hillary already excites exactly nobody. Right. That, I mean, Trump, Trump excites people. Those bund rallies are pretty... <laughs> Bernie, yes, we know. I've <laughs> been saying his name. Sam, why has polling been so unreliable, and what are the tools should the media use to report on the election? Well, I think I know, but go ahead. There's a there's a technical answer here. Polling in a primary is really difficult. Uh, sometimes the methodology, you know, you could end up doing, you know, phones versus online polling. There's different reasons that it's unreliable. In some states, there aren't really good pollsters. I mean, it's a very boring answer. But you also have to keep in mind that polling is not <clears throat> necessarily supposed to be predictive. It's a it's a snapshot in time, and so you're trying to pick up trends along the way. But isn't it also <clears throat> because it's hard to reach millennials? I mean, they did not get Bernie. Bernie's support yeah, in Michigan at all. I mean, yeah. some polls had him down by over 30 points, and he won that race. And I think that's because and they... And that's why you got to oh, look at an online won, poll. And you mentioned the Sanders phones. number. What, under 83%. 20, uh, yeah. yeah, and I, if you do the math in your head, that's, that's like triple his margin. It's Hillary won by about eight points among voters 30 and over. Right. So that is actually but what they, the polls were showing, so they didn't capture they the didn't, voters. They didn't don't have a way to Yeah, and, reach... and, and pollsters are trying to incorporate more cell phones into their surveys. The online surveys, which were once terribly unreliable, have become more reliable now that more people are doing stuff online. But it's a changing... Do science. they still do it by landline? A lot of the pollsters because still do it. Because you know who's answering landlines? The Grandparents? The guy who punched the black guy. <laughs> I mean, that's... All right, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10 or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.